Welcome to Dual Chat with Brittany and Cynthia, where we talk about drama shows from shows ranging from the 90s to today. Hi, everyone. I'm Brittany. And I'm Cynthia. And we're going to episode 7 of Dawson's Creek, titled Detention, aired March 3rd, 1998. And the synopsis is... After Dawson, Joey, Jen, and Pacey individually commit various violations at school, they all get stuck together for a Saturday detention, along with Abby Morgan, a troublemaker, where tensions still run high between all of them when Dawson and Pacey turn against each other, and Joey offers a tearful, partial explanation for her personal anger towards Jen. Dawson and Joey are watching their movie. Dawson pauses during a drag race scene, saying when movies get too unrealistic, they depress them and give him a headache. This surprises Joey and even me at this comment, which makes Joey bring up the fact that Dawson's favorite movie is E.T. So yeah, very realistic. Dawson explains that for this movie, it's unrealistic how a girl would date whichever guy wins the drag race. Um, Joey says a fast car can be a turn on along with whoever wins in an arm wrestling contest. Well, and before, remember, he was like, turn this movie off. And she's like, I need to see the rest of it. I mean, we watched the whole thing practically. Mm -hmm. So that's my question to you is, do you have to watch the whole movie even if you, you know, don't like the movie? Or can you stop when you're almost finished and just turn it off? It really, really depends on the movie. Um, I pretty much watch every movie I start. So you're you have you're like Joey. You have to like finish a movie. Yeah. You can't just stop it. Right. Yeah. I'm like that too. As long as I'm not sleeping through the movie, because mm-hmm. <laughs> then it just tells me it's so boring that I don't need to watch it. But if I am awake, yeah, I have to. I have to know what happens. I mean. Then I'll be thinking about that forever. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with Joey, too. Dawson and Joey have a moment while Joey tries to get the remote from him. Joey goes on, goes on explaining that guys are attracted to girls for superficial reasons, describing Jen without actually saying her name. Dawson catches this and tries to object. She then adds that it goes both ways. A girl might not choose the romantic guy with flowers and cheesy poems. She might choose the guy who has the faster, bigger biceps or even the bigger joystick. Dawson doesn't believe this at all saying girls are attracted to romance and how he and Pacey don't compete for a girl. Oh, uh, well, she also said, what was it that she said about the rom- oh, romantic doofus? Yeah. Nobody would pick that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, she says that Pacey has bigger biceps. Yeah. So clearly, she's been looking. Mm-hmm. And that just made Dawson mad. <laughs> yep. When it comes to competing for a girl, Joey says that him and Pacey don't compete because... He- Dawson doesn't like to lose. Uh Which means he'd win. Mm -hmm. He says, if girls like romantic guys, then why hasn't Jen slept with him yet? This makes Dawson annoyed, so he puts the movie back on. With his arms crossed. Mm -hmm. Joey looks at Dawson for a moment before shaking her head, rolling her eyes, and going back to watching the movie herself. Yeah, I thought he didn't want to watch the movie anymore. Mm -hmm. So do you think either one of them is right about what boys and girls are attracted to? I have no idea. I think everyone's attracted to different things. Yeah, exactly. Just like some like the good guys and some like the bad boys. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's all what you like. Yeah. Clearly Joey's into something else. And it's not the romantic doofus. Yep. The theme song. And then next we see students rushing to get to class with one girl almost making it until her belongings fall out of her bag and onto the floor. She quickly picks them up and apologizes as she walks into the class late. 
This moment has happens to be during Joey's presentation in history class. I'm thinking it was history class. They didn't say it was history class. I'm just assuming. Probably. Okay, yeah. So Joey describes how a village of women who were in service to one man. This fact intrigues a classmate, making Joey get interrupted again during her report. He answers his questions and ends up insulting him of his low IQ. Did you like presentations in high school? Nope. Me either. I dreaded those. Me too. Dawson finds Pacey and Jen laughing together, but is left in the dark when he asks Jen what they were talking about. She says she doesn't remember. We're in the boys' locker room now with Pacey and Dawson changing while Dawson asks again what made Jen laugh so hard. He asks if they're talking trash about him, making Pacey make the joke, um, saying how he doesn't talk trash. He recycles it. Dawson says to save uh, to save it because Jen already told him they were. Well, that was the thing is he asked Pacey why, like, what were you guys talking about? Yeah. And then he says that Jen already told him. So then why are you asking him? Yeah. So clearly she didn't say anything, which we all know. Mm-hmm. But Pacey believes this and says that Oompa Loompa isn't the worst nickname. I mean, it's not. Do you think Oompa Loompa is the worst name to be no. called? No, not at all. I mean, I actually think it's funny. <laughs> like, where did he even come up with that? I know. doesn't make sense. Because, <laughs> like, if it was about Dawson and me being heavier as a kid, like, and we don't even know that because we don't, we don't see any pictures of him or anything. Or so. they don't talk about it. Yeah. So that's a mystery. I just think it's weird. Like, out of all the names they could come up with, Oompa Loompa. Mm-hmm. So finding out the real reason, Dawson gets mad, but Pacey says Jen thought it was cute. Yeah. The people used to call Dawson that when he was younger, yeah. <laughs> Pacey makes uh, him even more angry and said that Dawson, uh, he told Dawson that he's not a little Oompa Loompa anymore. He's a big, bad, manly, manly Oompa Loompa. <laughs> yeah. He still said it. Mm-hmm. We're now in Jen's class where the teacher is discussing the topic of an article about doctors euthanizing patients. Once the teacher agrees with the student saying doctors are supposed to heal and not kill, and that helping a person take their own life is immoral, Jen speaks up. She gets in trouble with the teacher for not raising her hand to speak, explains to the teacher she thought they were having a discussion, so she didn't need to raise her hand. Jen states her thoughts on the topic by saying how she thinks that if a doctor can help someone die with dignity, it's crazy as a society that we would put that doctor in jail. The teacher argues that isn't it just a a redundance for murder and suicide? Jen explains further... That if someone has a terminal illness, if they're in pain and that there's just a matter of time, don't you think that there comes a point when life is no longer worth living? She said. So what do you think about that? Um, yeah, I agree with Jen, you know, because um, with animals, we do that with animals, you know, when they're sick, even if they're young, you know, if there's no hope for things getting better for them and their quality of life isn't good, we call it, um, right. put, you know, putting them down as a humane thing to do. So Mm -hmm. if we do with animals, why not people? Well, and also people have a mind. Yeah. And they can choose for themselves. Like animals can't. You know, like they're less aware. Yeah. Yeah. So if you choose yourself, like I don't want to live like this anymore. Mm -hmm. You should be able to, you know, go. (laughs) I mean, and if a doctor can help you by, you know, Mm -hmm. prescribing something, it's your choice. You're going to sign the papers anyway for it. So... Why not let the person instead of suffering? Mm-hmm. Because otherwise you're going to suffer and, you know, then you're going to feel like someone's going to have to take care of you. And, you know, a lot of people don't want that burden to feel. So, yeah, uh, 
yes, I get that, you know, doctors shouldn't, but mm-hmm. it's what the patient wants, which yeah. isn't that what they're supposed to do, whatever the patient wants them to do. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if a doctor says, well, you have to have surgery. Right. And then they're like, well, I don't want surgery. So are you supposed to force it because it'll keep them alive? Right. No, they don't want it, mm-hmm. which means you should listen to the patient. And if a patient wants to go, yeah, they should. Yeah. Because yeah, doctors don't have to force patients to do anything. So Right. And if they want something, mm-hmm. it's up to them. Right. As long as it's all, you know, only as long as, you know, it's what they want mm-hmm. and not someone forcing them. Yeah. So with Jen's question, this is when the teacher says that life is God's most precious gift and that is his decision when we should, when we should go. Jen responds, for someone lying on his deathbed, life is not a gift. Life's a bitch. So that made me wonder if Jen was speaking about her own grandfather and his probably situation. Probably, the way she said it. Right. And then they're in a public school. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird that the teacher would bring up God in a public school? Mm-hmm. I get, you know, private, you know, religious school. Right. But not a public school. Right, yeah. I mean, when have for. you heard a teacher bring up God, what God would want? In Never. a public school, mm-hmm. me either. Yeah, because um, Jen's grandfather has only been in the show twice. And the last time, both times he was sleeping and was last mentioned to be at the hospital for tests during the hurricane episode. I know. Then what happened to him? Is he still in the hospital? We don't know. Because we don't see him. We don't hear from him. I mean, we've, we've never heard from him. But right. no one brings him up. I mean, Graham's isn't even in the episode. Yeah. So we don't know what he's going. Like, is she in the hospital, you know, taking care of him? Right. You know, sit beside him. I don't know. I wish they would explain these things. Yeah. Me too. Because I always think he's gone because they don't say anything. They're not crying over him. So I'm just like, well, then he must, you know, get out of the picture. But then he just randomly shows up. Mm-hmm. And with using that language, Jen gets attention. It's lunchtime now and Joey's in line for food. Oh, wait. Yeah. When she interrupts and everything and wants to speak in class, mm-hmm. do you like that? Like when a student wants to talk? Like when if you were the other students and a student raised their hand or wanted to be a part of the discussion, did you like that or in high school? It didn't really matter to me. Well, would you rather get called on? No. And he didn't raise your hand? No. I mean, I feel like a lot of people were like, oh, somebody wants to talk? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You can take the floor. Yeah. So I like that Jen wanted to speak because most of us don't. Right. It's lunchtime now and Joey's in line for food until the same guy from her history class who interrupted her cuts her in line. Of course. Mm-hmm. He ends up saying, like the shoguns in her report, the school is their castle and his friends get what they want so Joey can be his servant or his concubine. He says this while sweeping her hair back from her shoulder, you know, touching her without her permission. And asks what it will be. Joey answers by kicking him in the groin. Throws her food tray at his friend after he doubles over from the kick. The first guy. And once he stands back up again, Joey punches him in the face. I will say, though, she knows how to defend herself. Mm -hmm. Like nobody mess with Joey. Yep. He adds neither as he's on the floor in pain. And he greatly deserved that. They both did with the way they are acting. Now, this is when things get more violent. Next scene shows Dawson, Pacey, and Jim playing basketball. Pacey is making a basket and gloats, then stops to only say he's kicking Dawson's ass. Dawson is over it. As he begins to walk away, um, Pacey says Dawson makes him look good because he sucks worse than he does. 
He goes on to say Dawson can still beat him because miracles happen every day. Just never shuts up. At this point, Dawson has the ball now. So when Pacey calls Dawson Oompa Loompa once again. Uh, I'll never get tired of that. <laughs> yeah, hitting Dawson right where it hurts with words. Dawson hits Pacey with the basketball to his face where it hurts. I mean, do you really think Dawson could throw that and aim right at his face? I mean, do you think he's that good? I don't know. Maybe if you're mad enough, I don't know. Dawson. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and also about that scene. Yeah, because I was going to The cheerleaders. Up. Oh, the cheerleaders. They just have practice just randomly? Oh, yeah, yeah. Who has practice randomly during gym class? You have it after school. Where, aren't the cheerleaders supposed to be in school? I have no what idea. What kind of school is this? I have no Only idea. certain people have class. Mm-hmm. Everybody's supposed to be in class. Right. Uh, cheerleaders are just randomly in there. With, what, the guys? I guess. (laughs) And then they're practicing in their actual uniforms. Right. Normally they just wear sweatpants or shorts Mm -hmm. (laughs) until game day. Yeah, just like E.T., this show is very realistic. So Yeah, air quotes. Yeah. All right, what's the next scene? (laughs) Oh, we're still on that one. So, but Yeah, (laughs) with the basketball, remember? And Casey's face, yeah. So the interesting about this moment was when when the ball had made contact with Pacey's face, it broke it, like hit all of us. <laughs> yeah, it broke the fourth wall and hit the camera from bouncing off the actor Joshua Jackson's face. And then in a recent interview back in April on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon that I showed you, yep, where Joshua explains the scene, uh, uh, saying that after the take of the ball hitting the camera, the showrunners or someone he didn't mention who they loved it so much they did a few more takes. That would hurt. Yeah. He jokes that someone had issues and were trying to work it out on him. He also revealed that it was actually a beach ball that was painted to look like a basketball, which was good to hear since he kept getting hit, uh, yeah, hit with a basketball at his face multiple times. And I wondered because the sound effect for the ball making contacts with his face sounded really fake if you listen back to it. No, I was just too busy feeling like I got hit when <laughs> I just kept coming back. Yeah. And then back to the show, everyone is searching. You didn't jump? <laughs> Well, no, because you had already shown me the scene beforehand, so I knew it was coming up. I know, but I still jump in no matter how many times I see it. Yeah, because um, before doing this podcast, Brittany did show me random um episodes here and there, including this one. Because so. otherwise, you wouldn't watch the show. <laughs> yeah, so um, this was one of the episodes that we had seen together. Um, yeah, I, I was really shocked with this scene, how it actually hit the camera and then they kept it in, because usually shows don't they do that. It. Yeah. Or redo it. Right. Well, apparently they redid it so much, they just kept it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, now everyone is circling around Pacey, looking at his face. Oh, poor Pacey. Yeah. The coach oh, walks I up to Dawson that. and gives him a detention for hurting him, for hurting Pacey. That's what he deserves. Yeah, I can see why Dawson was mad, but he should have just walked away. Now this is where things start getting more interesting. We fast forward to Saturday detention. Dawson and Jenner walk into the library where detention takes place. They talk about Dawson and what he did to Pacey. And then Jen, you deserve it. <laughs> well, she didn't deserve hers. I don't I don't think she deserved hers. Neither do I, yeah. Dawson thinks Pacey's attitude is from him losing his virginity. They enter the library with Pacey sitting at a table by himself. Jen becomes concerned when she sees his face. He's bruised up pretty badly. Here we go. Poor Pacey. Mm-hmm. Dawson asks how his nose is, and Pacey tells him that it's broken. Like Dawson cares how his nose is. Yeah. 
but he really was bruised up, so I'm not surprised it wasn't broke. It was broke. Well, you would think if it was a real basketball. Right, exactly. Now, they hear two people enter the library, one being another student for detention who showed up at the beginning running late for class. Her name is Abby Morgan. Dawson and Pacey are not happy to be spending Saturday detention with her. Before she's in sight, Dawson tells Jen she's from hell. Abby is trying to convince the librarian, who is a supervisor of detention, that she shouldn't spend the day here when she could be doing something good for the community. Abby keeps going, making the librarian to tell her to shut up. As the librarian lectures the kids about their behavior, Joey walks in late as well. Is it weird that the librarian is watching them? No. They usually, I mean, in shows at least, they make whoever's, you know, not really. But it's Saturday. Everybody's off. Well, and then they're in the library, so that makes a little sense because no. she runs the library even though she's not there the no, entire a teacher, time. A teacher would. Yeah. Realistically, librarians do not work when students are not in session. Right. And since it's a Saturday, they only work Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Again, not realistic. The librarian continues saying that they're going to be spending eight hours together. Did that shock you? Yeah, that seemed pretty long. Eight um, hours? I think detention for our school was like, I don't know, like two. It was lunchtime. No, there was something before school. It was like an hour or something. Okay, an hour versus eight hours. Yeah, because I got one one time. I think it was like an hour, hour and a half or something. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We've known each other how long? I did not know you went to detention. It was a misunderstanding. It was a misunderstanding, so I did end up getting scrudged for my record anyhow. So, but I did attend detention. <laughs> Wait a minute, and you attended, and it was, and it was mess up. Yeah, it's a misunderstanding, so it was scrudged. They for- messed that up. Oh no, it's it, it was a miscommunication thing that happened. Did you really just have like homework? Wait, was it? Homework yeah, lunch? like I, it was about bringing homework to class. So it was like homework lunch or whatever. What was it called? No, that was the reason I went to detention. Um, I don't know what what. What was it? I don't know. <laughs> Something like homework. I don't know. Because you, if you didn't turn in your homework, you had to go to homework lunch. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I had to go one time in eighth grade. And all I did was turn in the homework. And then leave. And then he didn't even do anything. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going back to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to sit there through anything. I just turned it in and went, bye. <laughs> now I'm just going to think of the fact that you went to detention. I will say, though, that. A certain teacher of ours yeah. screwed me up with a different Brittany, uh, and it went on my record. I think I remember this. Yes, I was so, I mean, I didn't even know, but <laughs> at the time, it was my other teachers. Okay, it was during conference time when we got our report cards, and or, or, my mom, or no, yeah, it was my mom, was at the, you know, conferences, and the teachers were like, oh, Brittany? being loud and <laughs> interrupting because that wasn't me and so then like teachers are making fun of me for being interruptive and I'm like you guys it wasn't me <laughs> and they knew that because they were like she would never do this and come to find out it was a wrong Brittany and I'm like and then my mom was like you to the teacher you need to fix this because this is not going on her record so mm-hmm. they he had to print out a whole new report card for me see that's why I don't like that teacher <laughs> Get the names right. Right, because your name was spelled differently than the other Britneys, too, right? Both of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Oh, no. This was an upperclassman, Brittany. Oh, that's even worse. It wasn't <laughs> even the same class. 
algebra. Oh, okay. See, I had algebra. See, I was different than you. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I had algebra with like a lot of upperclassmen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had some of like our grade. Yeah. But a lot of it was upperclassmen. Right. Where you, I think, were just stuck with the freshmen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I didn't like that, especially after that. I was like, don't want to participate in your class ever again. No wonder why I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so after they find out they'll be there for eight hours, Abby dramatically says, eight hours, we're going to murder each other. And the librarian responds for them not to get blood on the books. Well, then isn't it when she tells them, or is it when Joey walks in, that she tells them that they can um, file the books or p- put the books in order or something? If they're bored. Yeah, she does mention that. And then I was like, honestly, that's something I would do. <laughs> I would just it, read a book. At least it's something to do. I would rather organize than read a book. Yeah. Yeah. So I would read you to organize. Yeah. Yeah. I would just organize because you're by yourself and you have eight hours. Yeah. I could probably read a whole book in that time. So now Abby no- finally notices Pacey's nose, asking him if he got into a car accident picking his nose. She asks if Dawson um, is scared because he attempted manslaughter and if Pacey got in trouble for damaging gym equipment with his face. That was funny. And she just kept going and going. Oh, yeah. She was good. Mm-hmm. Once she learns that Pacey's not telling why he's in detention, she, she teases him, asking if he started a rumor about a teacher sleeping with a student. Well, then when Pacey tells um, Abby why mm-hmm. um, his face is like that, she's like, Oh, he couldn't have done anything worse or something like that to your face. Right, yeah. And he says, uh, Pacey says it's none of her business, but keeps going around and asking everyone else what they did. Time goes by and Joey confesses what she did. Abby made another exaggerated comment saying, why did they put me in here with all you violent offenders? This makes them ask her what she did to get detention. And she said she didn't want to blow their minds. But Pacey said they can handle it. She says, I don't think you can, Pinocchio. <laughs> Just keeps going after the other one after the other. She's so good with those lines. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm quoting her, of course. But she tells them that she had an orgy on On acid, basically. Ecstasy. Yeah, in the boys' locker room. That's all she gave them. More time goes by. Dawson checks the clock and says this is so breakfast club. Jen asks what happened to the actors from the movie, and Dawson lists a few and said the rest are on TV. Lucy adds Emilio... Estevez was in those Mighty Duck movies and they hey, were so that was funny. my line. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, you've already said it. Well, I just said that he thought they were so funny, but why did he think they were so funny exactly? He said that Emilio Estevez was in those Ducks movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, going back to those Duck movies. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Mighty Ducks? Way, way long ago. Haven't since then, in the 90s. Yes. So you did watch them. Yeah. When they were on, what, probably Disney? Yeah, Disney Channel, yeah. I did, too. Mm-hmm. Did you have any favorite actor or character from the show? No, the I, no, I just remember Emilio, but I don't remember anybody else, really, in the movies. Really? Well, I know, like, Ken Thompson was in it, and this other actor, I don't know his name, though, but just vaguely. Not Joshua Jackson. No, I would have never known. Until I pointed him out. Yeah, until I, I would go back at least and watch it. That's why it was so funny. So going back to, you know, Mighty Ducks. hmm I realized. Yeah. That he was probably my first celebrity crush. Mm. Really? Yes. I mean, I didn't have his picture or anything, but I thought he was cute. Mm-hmm. 
Who was your first celebrity crush? Um, let me see. It was um, also on Disney Channel. Uh, maybe around the same time as Mighty Ducks. Maybe a year later, a year before. I don't know. But um, the actor from the uh, the show, the famous Jet Jet Jackson, does that ring a bell? No, nope. of course it isn't. It was in the late '90s, so around Mighty Ducks, and um, it was basically kind of like Hannah Montana, except it was an uh, actor who was like going to school by day, acting by night, but everybody knew he was an actor, obviously. Um, and you were watching this when you were five. Yeah. I was watching cartoons. I was Rugrats. too, but I was watching I was watching live action things Arthur, too. I wasn't watching real actual shows. Yeah, I watched the famous Jet Jackson, The Jersey, and So Weird. Those were like the three top main shows in the late nineties. I was into Rugrats. And only Power So Rangers. Weird is on Disney Plus right now. So So were you a you were you a um Barney kid? Yeah. <laughs> wasn't into that Barney. <laughs> I was into, like, Teletubbies. Yeah, I was, too. I was kind of, like, almost into everything, really. So just to keep everyone in mind, when was the first Mighty Ducks out? Were we, was it, like, 92? We weren't even born. Um, I don't know, but my, as I was saying, my first celebrity crush was Lee Thompson Young, the um, main actor of the famous Judge, actually. Yeah, you'll have to show me. Yeah. Um, He did, though, unfortunately, passed away in 2013. No, 2013. Yeah, it's about almost 10 years ago now. Let me look up the Mighty Ducks. 92. Oh, I was way off. 92. Yeah. See, we weren't even born. Jet Jackson started in 98. So, yeah. When was the second Mighty Ducks out? Um, Because there was three. I know one was 98, I think. 94 was two. And then three was 96. Oh. (laughs) Way off. (laughs) Yep. So, a couple years after the third one. See, I didn't start watching them until, obviously, they were on Disney Channel mm-hmm. in the late 90s. Yeah. But, you know, I also had a brother, so, you know, you get stuck watching those. Yeah. But then, you know, you see Josh, and you're like, oh, he's so cute. I'll watch this. Yeah. And then I didn't know until years later that Emilio and Charlie Sheen were brothers. Oh, yeah, me too, yeah. Well, because they don't have the same last name. Right. I mean, I'm sure in real life they do. But not celebrity names. Right. So Abby asks the librarian if she can use the bathroom bathroom, and somehow all the kids are allowed to go all of a sudden. Probably because it's like, okay, fine. I'll let all of you go on bathroom break. Mm -hmm. But she is keeping a close watch on them from down the halls with a good view of both restroom doors, which was kind of creepy. But, you know, she had to make sure they weren't going to skedaddle somewhere else. Even though they do. Mm Mm-hmm. It's now 11 a.m. I'm not sure what time it was when this started, but... Probably 7. Maybe, yeah. Abby announces she's bored. No, wait. It ends at 5. 8 hours. Yeah, so that'd be... Um, 9. Win it. Sure. 9 to 5. Anyways. Abby announces she's bored. Pacey says the two of them can take her drugs and go into the boys' locker room. Abby says she doesn't have any left, and if she did, she wouldn't waste it on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Talking about his nose. Says that. Mm-hmm. He continues the banter by saying, "You're not going to let Rudolph join in any of your perverted games." This gives Abby an idea for the group to play a game. Well, also, did you see once again who were who was sitting next to each other? I don't know who. Rudolph and who? And 
Joey and oh. Casey were sitting next to each other. I didn't notice, no. Okay, so Jen and Dawson were sitting by- with the books. Okay. In one of the aisles. Yeah. Then at the table, which, how many tables are there? Right. And you've got Joey and Pacey. Mm-hmm. Okay, seriously. Why are you two sitting next to each other? Wouldn't you, I'd be at my own table. I'm on my own table. But anyway, I know you don't, you don't catch those things. Yeah. But just, I do. Yeah. You catch all the little things and I catch the plot lines. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I, I'm not into those storylines. So Pacey says, like what? Pin the tail on the whole bag? Abby says they should play truth or dare. She's excited about this and asks Dawson to ask her a question and she'll tell him the truth. He uses his turn to ask to um, sarcastically ask if she's an alien. If so, what planet is she from? Abby answers him with no and chooses Pacey to go next. He picks truth and she asks him why he's in detention. He regrets his choice and wants to dare. choose dare. Yep. <laughs> Abby tells him to kiss Jen. Everyone doesn't like to stare, but Joey chimes in saying Pacey did choose dare. Even though, didn't they already kiss? In Dawson's movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. So why is it any big deal for them to kiss? I don't know. It's still... Here we go. I think I think the writers forgot that they already kissed. Yeah. Or maybe because, like, they try to make it, like... Because it's a game, so you wouldn't think it's that serious. No. Everybody you does. You just kiss. Yeah. Especially if you've already kissed each other. Yeah, and then Dawson was jealous back then, too, for his movie. Yeah, I don't know. Remember, he was like, stop, stop, stop. And it's like, but that's part of your movie. Mm-hmm. So Pacey kisses Jen, and Pacey takes the opportunity to make Dawson jealous by looking at him a moment before he begins kissing her. That was good. <laughs> I did catch that. Pacey picks Joey next. Joey chooses dare, but refuses to answer. I mean, truth, but refuses to answer. Um, yeah, so he asks her, who does she like? And, of course, she doesn't want to say who. Okay, if you're doing truth, then just lie. I mean, who, really? Yeah. I mean, that's all I would do. That could have been easy out, yeah. But then again, certain people know the truth, but. Yeah. He then dares, dares her to kiss Dawson. Of course, you know, she was trying to avoid Dawson. And then Jen's face. Did you see her face? What about her face? Jen's face. Oh, no. She was not thrilled at the idea of those two kissing. No. Nope. She wasn't. Yeah, so they do kiss, and it's a slow but intense kiss. With the music. Everyone is having feelings about these kisses, but Abby goes, are we having fun yet? Well, and then she goes, I'll time it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you are going to time it. Yep. It's Joey's turn to choose the next person. She chooses Jen, who picks truth. Joey asks if Dawson is the person she's most attracted to. She hesitates to answer, and Dawson starts getting offended. Well, first she was like, yeah, of course I like him the most. <laughs> and then, no, the most attractive. Yeah. And then then she just didn't want to answer. And Dawson's like, yeah, no, I want to know. <laughs> Jen says it's a stupid, ans- a stupid question because the answer is yes. But it sounds like she wasn't too sure about it. She gets mad and tells Joey if she spent less time being about her relationship with Dawson, then maybe she would have a boyfriend. Joey says she's not dwelling on the relationship and to get over herself. Dawson comes up with an idea to sneak That's out of the lie. library. Yep. The librarian is watching Days of Our Lives in a small office and doesn't notice the kids walking past her, of course. They end up in the office where the printer is, and they all take copies of their butts and try to figure out which one belongs to who. I don't know why high school students would be doing this, but okay. Dawson and Pacey get into it well, after- also, there's no code to get into the copy machine? Probably not back then, I'm guessing. Everything was just- I mean, the only thing it would be if it was locked, but I'm sure they could have found the keys to open it somehow. Um, 
Yeah, so Dawson and Pacey get into it after Jen guesses which one is Pacey's and Jen and says Jen knows because she's checked him out before. Well, and then he was like, you know, all of the girls check me out or whatever. And then you have Jen, Abby, and Joey all looking at his butt, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Like, why is Joey looking at his butt? Especially when she's in love with Dawson. Exactly. And now Pacey brings up Oompa Loompa once again, and they go back and forth, and to settle it, they agree to play a basketball game. The girls send the bleachers. Dawson says if he wins, Pacey has to tell them why he ended up in detention. Game begins. They end up wrestling with the ball on the ground, like, you know, after just a minute. And Joey makes a comment saying that Jen should find a cheerleading, cheerleading outfit to cheer Dawson on. Jen has had it and asks Joey why she doesn't like her when she's just been trying to be her friend this whole time. Abby points out that they can't be friends as long as they're fighting over the same guy. She points out Joey's kiss with Dawson. This makes Jen see things in a new light. But my question is, hasn't Jen always felt like that, that Joey likes Dawson? Maybe she's thought about it, yeah. I feel like she's always had that in her mind, so why why is she so surprised that it's the truth? I don't know. That she kind of admits it now. Mm-hmm. Yep, so Abby excuses herself to get water. Jen says she understands how she can have feelings for Dawson. Pacey. I can't. I mean, not Pacey, Joey. Get names mixed up so easily. Joey gets mad at her for being so nice and said it'd be easier if she wasn't. Abby sees the time and tells the game that they have to get back to the library. This distracts Pacey to Dawson, so Dawson makes the winning basket. Cue the breakfast club run. They get caught by Miss Tringle, though. Miss Tringle lectures them about leaving the library. After Abby gives the excuse they were just hungry, that's not enough for the librarian, so she drops a a drawer full of library cards that the group has to put back together in alphabetical order by five, or else they'll be in detention again. So there was probably no cameras in the school back then, right? Right. The librarian should be happy there was no cameras, because nowadays, they would check and be like, you were not with those students for eight hours. Yeah. And also... Who has detention for eight hours on a Saturday? Yeah. I feel like that's only in movies. Right. Because the staff does not work on Saturdays. It's in their contracts. Yeah. Time is almost up and they finish about a half hour to spare. Abby takes credit, of course. Yeah, I'm not helping you. Mm-hmm. Abby's buttering up Miss Tingle again. She says it's not necessary. She served her time in hoping that she learned that excessive tardies will not be tolerated. The gig is up. Abby says she was trying to make the day more interesting, making them think of what she did in the locker room. She once again asks Pacey why he's in attention. Pacey refuses again, and Dawson asks you can't expect him to fess up and how he wants to trust Pacey. Pacey asks like if he's going to steal his girlfriend or something because he'll do anything for sex. He brings up the kiss with Jen. Jen defends that it was a, that it was a dare and she didn't enjoy it. Dawson brings up the Oompa Loompa thing, explaining how he hates those words because they make up his insecurity. He confesses that he's just a virgin and that a sex dead like Pacey. This makes Pacey confess what he did to get detention. Now, when we first watched this, I was shocked and I kind of somehow kind of forgot about it because we probably watched this like what a good year ago maybe. So mm-hmm. I did forget. Um, the only thing that really stuck in my head was the whole basketball camera thing mainly. but um, Not the Oompa Loompa? No. <laughs> How many times do you think they said it in the episode? I don't know. Good handful. Yeah, so Pacey ends up explaining that when he was around the cheerleaders after getting hit with the basketball, they were comforting him, and um, he ended up getting excited and went into the bathroom to, quote-unquote, his words, relieve the tension until the coach walked in to check on Pacey's nose. Abby says that's the most embarrassing story, and I have to agree with her. 
yeah. When he was about to tell them, mm-hmm. and he was like, "You can't tell anyone." <laughs> and he points at Abby because <laughs> he knows she's gonna say something. Yeah, can't trust her. Like, why wouldn't you say something when she leaves the room? Right. Like, okay, you all hanging out Dawson's, right? Say it there. Don't say in front of Abby. Yeah. She should be the last person to hear that. Right. But it was funny when he pointed at her. Mm-hmm. Pacey says that Dawson should feel better about himself knowing that and how Dawson has a girlfriend and he has nothing. Abby adds, you, at least you have your hand. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Dawson apologizes for taking his anger out on Pacey and that he was just looking for an excuse on to why Jen doesn't want him. This seems a little too personal to share with everyone. and should, Including Abby? Yeah, and should be something for Jen and Dawson to discuss alone. But Jen says she likes him so much, Dawson says not good enough to want him. Jen goes on to explain that he is her godsend, which says a lot considering she doesn't really believe in God. And how everyone, also, how much does that even make sense? Yeah. Now everyone doesn't seem to like her at school, but then she thinks about him, who she does like and wants so much. He gets her through the bad days. He says he understands she wants to take things slow and doesn't want to pressure her, but he's human and has hormones. As he tells Jen he thinks about having sex with her, Joey is watching, looking like she's about to cry. Dawson and Pacey apologize to each other for everything. And now, Joey blurts out that Dawson doesn't need to be so wrapped up in being an experience because he's not the only one and she'll probably go to the grave as a virgin. Dawson reassures her that it's just a matter of time until she finds the right person. She goes, I have and starts feeling uncomfortable with all her feelings and starts crying. Dawson says when she says what her feelings are, she can be free. He keeps saying she can't because she can't take them back, and it'll change everything. Everyone but Dawson knows what her feelings are. Before she can say anything else, Miss Tringo tells the kids attention is over. Well, and then, you know, he was like, oh, whatever you say, you know, nothing will change. I'm like, everything will change. Mm-hmm. Whether you go for it or not, like, because it's always going to be in your head that she is in love with you. So it's not even that I, I don't even think she has a crush. I think she's in love with him. Yeah. Because she's acting very weird. And also another thing, have the conversation in private. I know. Everybody's just saying I mean, everything out loud I mean, you all go to his house every day. Go tell Dawson the truth. You know, I mean, I know she didn't say it, but you can have that conversation at his house. Yeah. I mean, you live right across the creek. Not like you're hours away. Yeah. Yep. So that was the end of the episode. So what did you think of the episode? A lot better. Heck of a lot better considering everything before this one. Yeah, there was a there's a lot to discuss in this one, which was good. You yeah, know, we needed that. We've had some short episodes. Yep. Yeah, so um what would you rate this episode? Well, first. Well, I would rate it a nine. I liked it. So I this was I think this was the best episode yet out of all seven episodes. Yeah. Um, it's getting better. But I think the reason why I liked it so much was first of all, there were some certain people not in it. Nellie, Grams, and Dawson's mom. Like I'm tired of hearing about her affair. Me too. So, you know, I, I'm happy they weren't in it. It was all like the good people. You know, the entertaining people. And then I liked bringing Abby in. I think that's what the show needs. You know, I didn't like Nellie. She was bad. Uh, But I think Abby brings a different light to it. Yeah. That Nellie didn't. Nellie was just rude and mean. 
where Abby is like lighthearted meanness. And funny. Like, yeah, like they can go right back at her without being bad right. and wrong. Mm-hmm. So I do think that's what the show needed was a little bit of Abby's humor yeah. and stuff like that. Because, I mean, think about it. There's no one's really fighting within the group. You need someone to come in and stir the pot. And Abby does a great job at that. Yep. What would you rate it? Probably the same. Nine. Oh, just a nine. <laughs> and then your best and worst characters? Uh, so it might surprise you. But my best was Abby. <laughs> <laughs> I have been waiting for her to show up. Well, someone needs to stir the pot. She needed all their feelings to come out. And I think she did just that. And plus, everybody else was kind of on the same, like, wavelength. Nobody was really doing anything more than somebody else. Where Abby was just, she would just brought the humor. And then the worst was Dawson. He hit Pacey in the face. <laughs> Who's yours? Well, for best, I put Jen, because she was just trying to... You and Jen. <laughs> she's just always just trying to be the good person and be honest and everything and trying her best to be friends with everybody. Do you think she's trying to cover up her New York? Her, no. Her New York side? No, I think she's just trying to start anew. Yeah, and cover everything up. <laughs> I'm the good person in town. Well, it's not like it's a secret anymore. Everybody knows, so. I mean, even the teacher said something when he said, well, I don't know how they th- do things in New York. About her interrupting. Yeah, but I don't think it had anything to do with her. No, but the fact that she's from New York is if it's a bad thing. Yeah. Um. So your best is Jen. Mm-hmm. Who's your worst? Pacey. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not going to be violent. I wasn't going to throw the notebook at you. <laughs> but what? Just because he was just messing with Dawson too much with the Oompa Loompa thing. And- it was funny. <laughs> Like, he knew it was making him mad, so he should have stopped. I know, but I, I pick on you. I know, and that, that made me mad. I remember the times you've made me mad. I didn't throw anything at you, but... <laughs> oh, so on the Pacey. Yeah. Oh, and you're the Dawson. Oh, no, no, no. I don't throw things like I said, but... Yeah, so that's why he was the worst, because he just wouldn't knock it off. Wait a minute. Him just... Okay, so words... Okay, so words overpower him throwing a basketball. No, that was Ron Dawson's part, like I said before. Um, I'm just saying, like, Pacey really should have ended it before that even happened. It's his friend. He's just making fun of his friend. Yeah, but he... It's not like the the one guy was saying stuff to Joey. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying if he knew that it was hurting Dawson, he should have stopped it. Yes, but I feel like he's also a guy, and he's like, oh, you know, it's cool. It was just me. It's just who Pacey is. I guess. I cannot believe you said Pacey so <laughs> See, now I'm offended. <laughs> and I'm surprised you didn't say Abby. I was actually waiting for you to say Abby. Well, she was funny, but she did make things really bad by the end of the episode. Yeah, but see, she's what brought the episode. Yeah. Think about it. If Abby wasn't in the episode, mm-hmm. would it really be funny? No. No, because nobody was going to talk about anything. She's the one that stirred up. Why is everybody here? (laughs) And then she's over there. Okay, well, didn't you feel better then? Since Pacey was making fun of Dawson, that Abby was making fun of Pacey? Yeah. So see, you should have been happy that Abby was saying stuff to him. And see, I just thought it was all funny. Mm -hmm. 
I know. We're not going to see eye to eye. <laughs> we'll have to talk about this later. <laughs> okay. All right, everyone. And that is our episode. Yep. We will be back next time with episode eight titled Boyfriend. Hopefully it's better than this one. I don't know what could top this one. Yeah. All right. Have a good day, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Duo Chat. If you want to chime in with your opinion about this episode and the show we discussed, you can email us at duochatpodcast at gmail.com. And to keep up with updates about the podcast, you can follow us at Twitter at Duo Chat Podcast. And give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We would really appreciate it.